0: and i'm sean fangirl s and today we'll be discussing episode 12 of season two of resident alien
1: insanity never ends
0: <laughs> i was a little ticked off at the end
1: like, yeah it was hard not to be Ugh,
0: i don't know i feel like i don't know i don't want to jump to the end but i feel like okay really this is happening now uh, i figured that what something like that wouldn't happen to like next season.
1: Right. (laughs) Well, we've got some ratings for episode 12. It brought in a 0.07 in adults 18 to 49 with 0.643 million viewers, making it the 67th rated cable show for the day.
0: That's not bad. Nope. And we already know there's another season.
1: Yes, we do. (laughs) That makes it a lot easier. Yes. Episode 12, The Alien Within. Ben struggles to get the townspeople to accept the resort while Harry and Asta find out the origins of Goliath. Okay, that too. What? Yes. Yeah. We open with the significantly older Harry van Spiegel as he sits on his porch and contemplates life. It's 60 years into the future, and humanity appears to be very, very extinct. Harry reveals in a voiceover that Asta died long ago, but he clings tightly to her memory. Harry stares at where the lake in front of his cabin used to be, out at the blazing fires in the distance. Now we're back in the present. Harry's searching far and wide for the alien baby, aka baby as Sahar affectionately calls him, but no such luck. Meanwhile, Sheriff Mike and Deputy Liv test the water in Hawthorne Creek based on Liv and Asta's hypothesis after questioning the relatives of Sam Hodge's patients. They find the waters are 100% poisoned. That's very not good. Nope. And that explains a whole lot of stuff. It does. Yeah. We
0: learned a lot going back to season one, beginning of season two, basically with this.
1: Yep. Now we know why the Hawthorne group wanted Sam Hodges gone. Yep. So next, Asta questions Harry regarding the unknown alien race that plans to destroy, destroy the Earth. However, Harry's preoccupied with decorating for Halloween. It is the best season. Yes. And there will be John. no further
0: questions. <laughs> yes, I go a little overboard, my little tiny house. Yes. I love it.
1: Harry surges Asta's fear somewhat, but he once again gets distracted by his horniness for other expressions. Oh, my
0: God. This was over the
1: top. Yes, it was.
0: Especially when he's like, oh, and their worm scented breath. I'm like, oh, yeah, (laughs) I ain't gonna make it. Stop talking about it.
1: Then Mike and Liv's findings lead them to a dumping ground in the lake water, mapping out a clear culprit in the Sam Hodges murder case. Too bad they're pinning his murder on the wrong person.
0: Well, they're kind of, you know, wrapping things up,
1: though. Yeah, sort of, not really. <laughs> Later, we see Sahar standing in line for lunch in the cafeteria. Max interacts with none other than General McAllister, who poses as a new employee on the lunch staff.
0: Yeah, seriously? They just hire people this quickly? It's like, okay, yeah, you got a job. you fine.
1: Yep. Yeah, that's one evil lunch lady. <laughs> oh, my God. Sahar notes McAllister's swanky watch and a wave of sp- Suspicion washes over the young girl. Good girl, Sahar. Don't trust it.
0: Never. Never trust anyone.
1: Yeah. (laughs) At the Dynamics Duo's secret camper in the woods, Sahar expresses her concerns regarding McAllister, a.k.a. Agnes. Sahar notes the military nature of McAllister's watch. After Max clutches his stomach in agony... Sahar surmises McAllister planted a tracking device in Max's food. She does go a little overboard with stuff. Yeah, just a little. She procures what looks like a suppository and urges Max to shove it where the sun don't shine. His butt will save the world.
0: (laughs) That's a whole can
1: of worms I don't think I want to open. No, no. Meanwhile, Mike and Liv reveal the good news to Asta and Abigail Hodges regarding the ongoing murder case. Since they found something substantial at Hawthorne Creek, the case will move up to the FBI. Instead of sincerely apologizing to Abigail for wrongfully jailing her, Mike fumbles the ball, gifting her with a unique sheriff's baseball cap for her troubles. And Abigail storms out. I mean, do you blame her? Oh, hell no. (laughs) I was like,
0: did he seriously just do that? Oh, my God.
1: So next, Darcy pays Harry a visit at the health clinic. She shows him her twisted, gnarly knee, revealing she needs to be in tip-top shape to compete in the upcoming ski competition. Harry, unable to disclose the truth to Darcy, softens the blow by reassuring her she'll be fine. He prescribes her some painkillers. After Darcy departs, Harry wonders if he's gone soft. Is he becoming too human, as Asta said? No, of course not. I'm an alien.
0: That was kind of funny, especially yes. <laughs> like the whole thing that goes down. But it's like, dude, all right, you're not human. You know you're not human. But as he's saying in his voiceovers, he's like, I only care about Asta. Well, I thought you said nobody cares about anybody on your planet, so... Yeah. You have some emotion. Maybe it's not you know that you're becoming human. You're just growing as a
1: uh, life form. <laughs> I was right. going to say a person, but uh, <laughs> you know, whatever. Later, Ben and Kate deliver a presentation at a town meeting to sell patients on the idea of getting a resort. We see Asta, Darcy, Kayla, and Dan among the crowd while Mike and La- Liv stand nearby. Nobody warms to the resort, with Darcy reminding Ben and Kate that installing a highway will make traffic unbearable. Plus, it means a special bridge in town will meet its demise. Dan raises a very reasonable concern about small businesses suffering under the weight of this resort, as the money will only support big corporations. Trickle down doesn't work. Yeah. So far, Ben is drowning in a sea of rightful naysayers. Asta scans the room for a sign of Harry, but our favorite resident alien isn't present for the town meeting. out baby hunting.
0: (laughs) Oh no, now he was just feeling sorry for himself.
1: Yes. We see Harry trudge through the snowy landscape on the outskirts of Patience, peeling away his clothing until he's a naked alien. He vows to remain in his extraterrestrial form perpetually. After the meeting, we see Asta, Darcy, Liv, and Kayla devise a plan to prevent the resort from coming to fruition. Kate doles out a pep talk for her husband as Ben spirals. He knows no one supports this idea. Kate urges him to ignore what everyone else wants, which isn't sound advice to to give a town mate. (laughs) No, probably not the best of ideas. No. Meanwhile, Harry returns to his cabin because the desolate tundra has no pizza. A montage plays out wherein Harry struggles to adapt to life in his alien form. I love this. Yes. all the swearing. Yes, he constantly hits his head on the ceiling and struggles to fit in his shower. Finally, Harry begrudgingly decides to remain in the human skin, citing that Earth isn't tailored for extraterrestrials. No shit, Sherlock.
0: (laughs) Especially when he has to go pee outside.
1: Yeah. Yeah, we're not very accommodating in general. Uh, no, we're not. No. Next, we see David Logan observing Max and Sahar on camera. Now, that isn't creepy.
0: How did they get all those cameras
1: in there? Yeah. So, McAllister did plan a tracking device in Max. At the station, Detective Lena Torres bids farewell to the team. Now, the FBI will handle the Sam Hodges case. Torres gifts live with... Some extra police caution tape before turning to Mike. Liv encourages. So awkward. Yes. Liv encourages Mike to ask Torres out on a date, but he folds.
0: Not quite as awkward as the scene in Swingers, where he makes multiple phone calls, but it was pretty up there. Yeah. I'm like, dude, she's like standing right there. Like, okay. Yep. Are you going to ask me out to dinner or something? Nope, nope. And then it got worse. Yes. When Liv goes in to talk to
1: him, I'm like, what the hell? Right. <laughs> so following Torres's departure, Liv asks Mike why he dropped the ball. Mike acknowledges Torres's attractiveness and how great she is as a person, but he wants to focus on other things. For example, Mike is thinking about leaving Patience. What? Yeah, the city is calling to him again, and he misses drowning under a mound of murder cases. Boo. Liv stands (laughs) there in shock as he walks away.
0: Yeah, that really
1: threw me off. I was like, what? Uh, Yeah. I don't understand. No, not at all. Meanwhile, Harry kidnaps Sahar to find out where Baby is. Or did Sahar adult-nap Harry? That's up for debate. She's Max a smart ma-
0: kid. You know, yeah, she's Max. the one who actually did yeah. it.
1: <laughs> Max runs into baby at school, and David learns through his research that baby is none other than Bobby Smallwood, the kid who went missing 80 years ago. <laughs> Max brings baby home to hide out. Ben and Kate burst into Max's room, dressed as Sonny and Cher. It's Halloween, baby. Time to don the same costumes we wear every year. They noticed how peculiar baby is, but don't comment comment on it. What?
0: Yeah, uh they kind of commented, but at least they didn't do it to him or to Max. Let's right. put it that
1: way. Well, it's trick-or-treat night and patience, so Ben and Kate invite their first batch of trick-or-treaters for enamel eroding sugary sweetness. <laughs> Say that ten times fast. Yeah. Ellen reveals she's dressed as Mayor Ben and churns out her best Ben impression.
0: Of course, Ben's... I mean, I thought at first she was trying to be hairy, honestly. And then the more she did it,
1: I'm like, oh. Yeah. Of course, Ben's feelings are hurt, but he suppresses them. Barely. (laughs) Darcy appears on the Hawthorne doorstep asking if Kate can accompany her somewhere special. And we see Asta Kayla and live with her. Unfortunately, Baby escapes Max's room, so the latter goes hunting for the alien child. The baby wanders back to the camper. Excited to see something familiar, baby runs to it. However, McAllister's soldiers await him inside, luring him in with a recording of Shahar's voice. Oh, you dirty dog. Oh my gosh, I was so mad with this whole thing. Yeah. Despite Max's inability to keep his trap shut. Shahar forgives him because it's what friends do. Also, it's against her religion to hold grudges. <laughs> I love that that came back. Yes. Suddenly, we see a helicopter lift the camper away with Baby inside. Harry and Sahar arrive at the site to watch said camper fly away. Baby glimpses Sahar through the window while soldiers detain him. I'm shocked he didn't just, like, jump out and take yes. off somehow, so... yeah. He could have taken them out with any without any problem at all or ate them. Yes. So have you seen stops, that? <laughs> yeah, turning to Harry for an embrace. His humanity kicks in despite Harry vowing to remain an alien, so he returns the hug. Oh, this moment is so sweet and awkward. Yes, very awkward. Later the gals take Kate to a special bridge in town. They show her a place underneath said bridge where they carve their names memorializing the location. They encourage Kate to carve her name, which she puts besides Ben's. Afterward they head to dinner where Dan serves them after hours. to live, Darcy, and Kayla encourage Kate to stop Ben from building the resort in patience. This town is special and it doesn't need the taint of big corporations dulling its shine. Feeling like part of the family, Kate agrees to talk to Ben. We'll see how that goes.
0: (laughs) Yeah, especially after she was just like, don't listen to anyone. Yeah. Okay, how's that going to
1: work? Next, Austin barges into Harry's cabin under the impression something is dreadfully wrong after he texted her 911 and some gibberish. This was cracking me up. Yes. He tells her about the government snatching up baby. Austin notices Harry has an overabundance of unopened mail. She notes an envelope from... Violinda, along with the note. In the note, Violinda mentions she wants her baby to know its father, a.k.a. Goliath. Inside the envelope, we see a book featuring Goliath's artwork. Austin and Harry flip through the pages. We see this scene spliced with footage from the future, featuring who we think is Harry roaming through a fiery, desolate, post-apocalyptic wasteland. The timeline jumps from 60 years into the future to 300, then 500. Suddenly, the alien finds a portal and steps through it into Brazil 33 years ago. Wait a second. (laughs) Yeah, how'd they go 500 and the portal takes him back 33? (laughs) He transforms into the human man who encounters him and looks like Goliath. Asta spots artwork depicting Harry and Asta standing in the snow the night he fought Jimmy. How could Goliath know about this event when nobody else was present? Asta turns to Harry, acknowledging a genuine possibility. Harry is Goliath. That Um, really screwed me up. I'm like, what? Wait, what?
0: Hold on. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Hold on a minute here. You need to spell this out a little better.
0: (laughs) Right? Talk about weird, secular uh, time
1: machine stuff. Yes. The alien within wears the show's heart on its sleeve. It's humanity. It was never about an alien. It was always about the people and how the alien became one of them. Tudyk turns in a stunning performance, deftly showcasing Harry's struggle to hold on to his standoffish ways. At the same time, he inherently clings to humanity, finding he cares about more humans than merely Asta 12 Trees. This was
0: just something really over the top
1: yes (laughs)
0: because i mean it's one of those things that's like all right because i thought the whole point was i mean we always hear you can't change the past because it would change your future blah 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 so i mean is harry inevitably going to be like well i'm screwed yeah i can't do anything
1: but he also knows he's got another alien invasion coming yeah so yeah how is he gonna deal with that yeah i don't know because i don't think it'll be well that's for sure
0: (laughs) (laughs) and if harry is goliath then what the hell that's a major twist because uh why wouldn't he go back and like talk to himself earlier i don't know right yeah Uh, oh i'm just like i don't know i don't know what to say
1: (laughs) yeah well i expect him to go after baby Especially now that it's really his son.
0: Oh wow, yeah. Well, I and guess he already will changed be the past.
1: a comedy of errors. Oh, <laughs> Lord. That'll be something over the top for real. Yes. Well, we'd love to hear your thoughts on each and every episode this season. Our deadline for feedback is 6 p.m. Eastern every Friday during the season. You can send your feedback via email or audio to contact us at fangirlzone.com. Please review and rate us on iTunes and any other platform you use for your podcast. With good ratings and reviews, it helps other fans of the show find us as there are no other Resident Alien podcasts out there except us. So tell your friends, and we do hope you're enjoying our podcasts, and don't forget to check out the other great Fangirl Zone podcasts.
0: You can check everything out over at www.fangirlzone.com. We have our podcast page where you can find our dozens of podcasts. And you can check out our contacts page with all of the ways to get a hold of us, because there are several ways. And we love talking to everybody, and we want to know what your theories are. So shoot them over to us. And for this episode of Sci-Fi Talk.
1: I'm Steve. Yes, you are a true champion for women everywhere.
0: And I'm Sean van and until next time.